place of responsibilities as what new creation. I get up to Now, one of the problems we have most of the times in the church is that we like the status, but we hate the responsibility. We like the status, but we hate what? The responsibility. That reminds me very much of the prodigal son. Now, one of the reasons why the prodigal son must have left his father and asked his father for his head because he hates responsibility. The son that was at home loved responsibility. Like he told his father, I said, For well, this year, I have been what? Slaving for you. Not just that I have been slaving for you. Father, don't think that this responsibility is sweet. But I've been taking it because what? I know that I am the heir. I know that after you is after me, you, you is me. If I don't take this responsibility, Father, your empire will crumble. But this one, this one, this wayward guy, he's a spoiled brat. He likes to be called a son, but doesn't like to be called what? A responsible servant. So one of the reasons that made him commit prodigy was saying, I believe, was because what? He liked the status of son. Give me the inheritance. That's the status of son. Inheritance is the status. Give me the inheritance. He liked the status of son, but he hated the hated responsibility of servant. Mm. And that's what is happening to the church today. We like to be called sons of God. We like the inheritance. We have, that's why we say, look, oh, talking Christians, they talk and talk and talk your inheritance. I'm the righteousness of God in Christ. I have an inheritance in Christ. I'm too blessed to be stressed. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. And we don't see them. But when it becomes physical, thing, my brother, story is different. Because it takes the servant responsibility to maximize the sonship status. Yes. And that's what I'm saying. <laughs> it takes the servant responsibility to maximize the sonship status. That's why when the elder son was angry, the father said, All that I have is time. <laughs> well, was, come on, I'm not lying. We have brought this one back to status, but he doesn't have what? Possession. Now he's going to slave for you. If he refused to slave for me, he will slave for you. <laughs> All that is that Christians like the status of sonship, but we hate the responsibility of what servanthood. If I, I when I look at some of the teachings of, of, of some of the grace teachings, I see that they focus so much on our status, but they don't focus on our responsibility, and it will create a messed up kind of Christianity. Nowhere in the world do you have status without responsibility. Presidents know that for them to enjoy the status, they must carry out their responsibility. Life that is filled with status but has no responsibility is a fakir, it's not real. It's not real. And many of us are living fake lives as Christians. As I say, many of us are living like witches. How do witches sleep? They say in Yakub, they have cars. Is that not so? They have houses. They are very rich in the world. Look at them, they are very poor. And many Christians are living in the riches. You are so blessed in the realm of people physically wanting to show you why. Because you have chosen status without responsibility. And no father entrusts anything to any responsible child. Yes. He would rather entrust it to what charity than to do what? Entrust to what? An irresponsible child. The blessing of God is given to us by new birth, but entrusted to us by servitude. Because why he walked the face of the earth, he leads us, the Son of God, 
he lived as the son of man. But he didn't live as a servant of God. It was on the cross. In fact, it was, let me use the word, from the scourging, he began, he entered into the status of what? The servant of God. That's when he took the responsibility of the servant of God. And then he climbed on where? On the cross. Now, so by so doing, he did not only enjoy the status of the Son of God, but also embraced the responsibility of the servant of God. That is the state of God. And you don't say status of sonship, you must be ready to embrace the responsibility of servanthood. That's why we have no immature Christians. You see, our high level maturity is what has led to this decadence in the church. It is because at the point that we stopped raising mature people, we started we started empowering babies. Give a baby like what do you what is what what's the end result? That's what we said. We said giving babies knives. Empower them. When you empower a baby with a knife, it has become a disaster to both you, the parents, and itself. We didn't take time to focus on maturity. Rather, we focus on what? Empowering immature people. And that's the parameters of you. They need they need empowerment, they need empowerment. Have they renewed their mind? Especially Africans. This is our brain, the way it is. Empower us. Empower an African man without renewing his mind. You have blessed up an empowered, confused man. An empowered, confused man. That's what you just read. So the first thing is about mental renewal. <laughs> yeah. And that's where maturity comes in. Maturity, spiritual maturity is not your spirit man maturing. You no. Know, when you get money, your spirit man is. Is made perfect, is made perfect, is a perfect man, the Adam was made perfect. I get what I'm saying. Yes. Yeah. But now spiritual maturity is a continuous alignment of your soul, your mind, to your spirit. That's what spiritual maturity is. And it's not it's not happens, it's a lifetime thing. But there's a level of maturity that a person gets so that he can handle some things. Are you getting at the age of 18? A child is mature enough to take some responsibilities and also you can give him a khaki. Are you getting it? But does that mean that he's fully mature? No. At that age, you cannot handle hand over a company to him. Can you handle an empire to him at that age? Oh, he crashes now. <laughs> Car and empire is not the same thing. If he crashes, I'm okay, okay, no problem. But if he crashes an empire that has existed for 12 generations, what is there? Eh, there's a problem. So he needs to mature more before you handle over some kind of things to him. That's the problem of the church. We have handed over things to immature people. And when they make a mess of you, you complain. Why do you complain? You give your child a knife. Why do you complain that he hurt himself? Are we together? <laughs> now, it was the balance of sonship and servanthood that gave Jesus a name that is above every name. Listen to this. It was the balance of what? Sonship and servanthood that gave Jesus a name that is above every name. It was not that he is the son of God that we now got a name that is above every No. Most of all thing is he balanced sonship and what? Servanthood. So now when he come and assume that forget I'm only I'm only science. So I don't need to learn on that. No! The way things apply here, remember the way they apply there. So he had to learn the, the operations of earth through what? 
he said to the lesson as the suffering servant. Now we've said this over with him that all through Jesus, while he walked on earth as the son of God and the son of man, he never addressed God as God. He addressed him as what? The Father or my Father. But when it was on the cross, that was the first and the only forever time, he addressed God as God. Eloi, Eloi, Lamak Sabatani. My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Why? At that point, he was not relating with him as the Son of God. He was relating with him as what? The slave of God, the suffering servant. When he comes in, Jesus, knowing the glory ahead of the cross, will enjoy the cross, despised the shame. And he sat down right on the Father's name. When he was able to take a place of responsibility of servitude, after enjoying sonship for three and a half years, he climbed it to his servitude, he got a name and opened it again.